Thanks for pressing play and welcome to Lock It On Marketing, the number one charting podcast for marketers, entrepreneurs, and category designers with a different mind. Today, let's talk about what most people are missing about what is arguably the biggest category battle in tech in a decade, OpenAI and Microsoft versus Google. Now on this one, even some of the smartest people in business uh, can't see what's happening here. You see, most people do not have the category design lens. They do not have a creation lens. They have a competition lens. See, we get taught that success in business is about launching a better product or brand or business model and competing for share. The competition lens is about winning a comparison game with other companies. Because if we're competing, we're competing against something. We're not creating for something. Now, that said, there are, over, there are approximately 30,000 business strategy books on Amazon. I actually just looked it up. And there are approximately 60,000 marketing books on Amazon. And, of course, uh, me and my collaborators and co-conspirators have not read all of those books but we, we have read many of the top, what most people consider uh, influential ones, and almost all of them are about the same thing. How do you win with a better product, brand, and business mo model against a competitor? Well, that's really great, but it's not actually how business works. On this episode, we'll dig into how to view the new AI category battle through the category lens beyond product, brand, and business model. Now, imagine when you join a new company and you automatically get introduced to your new team. Imagine never missing somebody's birthday. Imagine being able to celebrate somebody's job well done easily and, dare I say, with fun. And imagine bringing a real human touch to the new digital work world. That's what my friends at Airspeed are developing, a fun family of Slack apps that make it easy for you to connect and celebrate with your team. With Airspeed, you will be able to improve your team's happiness, productivity, and collaboration. It's time to make digital work more human and, dare we say, more fun. Airspeed apps are designed to work together seamlessly the way you work. Save time with a quick and easy setup in Slack, takes less than five minutes, and all of a sudden, you're up and building a whole new approach to connect and build team culture. You can get your free early access to Airspeed apps at getairspeed.com. That's getairspeed.com. Now, hey-ho, let's go. This is Lockheed on Marketing, the podcast that helps you develop the lens for what makes legendary marketing legendary. Hosted by Christopher Lockhead, three-time CMO, godfather of category design, and a high school dropout, who the Marketing Journal calls one of the best minds in marketing, and The Economist calls off-putting to some. All right, so if we're going to jump into this discussion about what's going on here um, through the category lens... Let's spend a second on um, why categories matter so much. And the simple answer is categories matter because that's how human brains make sense of information. So here's a simple example. 
if I say to you automobile, you know what that is. And then if I say to you muscle car, you know that a muscle car is a subcategory of automobile. Because the way the human mind works is you and I ascertain information and we need to put it somewhere in a file folder because we need to sort that shit out and make sense of it. So there are automobiles and then there are uh, SUVs and then there are muscle cars and then there are minivans and then there are sedans and so forth and so on. And each one of those has some subcategories in them. And so if you think about the human brain, it is really a complex nesting of a set of filing cabinets with folders and subfolders in them. And that's how we make sense of the entire world. And the simple proof for this is just go to the grocery store. When you walk into the grocery store, what you're walking into is a living analog category framework of food. Now, what do I mean by that? Let's say you go in and um, you're looking for Jack Daniels. Well, that's a brand. Where are you going to go to get that brand? You're going to go to the alcohol section. And inside the alcohol section, it'll be broken down into other subsections. Wine, beer, uh, liqueurs, maybe after dinner drinks, and uh, whiskey, and tequila, and bourbon, and et cetera, et cetera. These are all subcategories. And if there were no such thing as categories, you and I wouldn't know what the fuck to do in the grocery store. And the truth is, we wouldn't know how to organize any information in our brain, and we wouldn't understand the interconnectedness of information. For example, Jack and Coke. Okay, so with that said, the human brain needs categories. The second piece of it is, each of these categories and subcategories, these folders in our mind, um, are also a hierarchy of value. You and I believe that certain categories of, to go back to the grocery store, of food are worth more than others. So, for example, we've been taught that fresh food is more expensive, therefore more valuable, than frozen food. Most people think things like this are the way they are because that's what's true. Oh, well, of course, fresh meat or fresh fruit is more valuable than uh, frozen, uh, obviously. Well, maybe not obviously. Here's the aha. Everything is the way that it is because somebody changed the way that it was. And everything we value, we've been taught to value. You and I will spend more money for a high-end pair of sunglasses than we will for a flat-screen TV. I've always thought that was a mind-blower because we've been taught that a high-end pair of sunglasses is more valuable than a flat-screen TV, even though, to me, that makes no sense. And so what I'm urging you to consider is that categories are how the brain works, because without them, we can't sort and make sense of anything, and that each category and subcategory we have been taught is valuable, and we've been taught is valuable in a hierarchy inside one stack of um, a category. So, for example, in automobile, right, we've been taught that luxury automobiles are more valuable than economy ones. Well, you might say that's obvious, 
But we've been taught that. We can be taught different things. Remember, there was a point in time where nobody paid for water. And then Evian showed up and got people to pay a premium price for a free product they had in their tab. And that's how human beings can be taught to value different things in different categories. All right. Now, with that said, here's what's going on with Microsoft, uh, ChatGPT slash OpenAI and Google. Microsoft OpenAI launches the new product, ChatGPT, and it represents a new category called AI of consumer AI. Now, people say that, oh, is Microsoft going to win in the search battle, the search war, the search wars? That's not what's happening. Matter of fact, it's exactly not what's happening. You see, Microsoft already lost the search wars. In 2010 alone, Microsoft reportedly spent around $100 million marketing Bing, TV ads, online ads, etc. They couldn't even get a glove, glove on Google. Microsoft went head-to-head with Google, product-to-product, brand-to-brand. And after billions, Microsoft only got to 9.9% market share, according to Statistica. Google, incidentally, has 83.74% market share, according to Statistica. So Google is the king of search, clearly. This time, the battle is different. It's not product-to-product. It's not feature to feature inside of, quote unquote, the search wars, the search engine category. Because you see, OpenAI Microsoft is not search. It's a whole new category of technology. Now, one of the things we teach in category design principles is listen to the words. So let's listen to the words for a second. Search. Google is the category queen or king of search. So when in doubt, go to the dictionary. And the dictionary says, search, verb, try to find something by looking or otherwise seeking carefully and thoroughly. Noun, an act of searching for someone or something. Here's the aha. Chat GPT is not search. It's a new category called answer. And answer is new and different altogether from search. So, category design principles. Listen to the words. What do the words mean? Noun. A thing said, written, or done. To deal with or as a reaction to a question, statement, or situation. So what's really going on here is a new category is emerging above search called answer. And here's the, uh, here's the reason it's threatening to Google. Up until now, the general perception in the digital world has been the highest value application on the internet is search. Now, this new technology, which is creating a new category, is the introduction of a new app that is threatening to re-swizzle the digital value stack or thought, think about it a different way, add a new top layer. So the most valuable thing on the internet going forward might not be search, it might be answer. And most people would agree that answers are more valuable than searches. So there's a new higher rung emerging on the digital 
technology value stack, a new category that is looking like it will ascend in value above search and could very well devalue search. And that's why Google is having conniptions. Now, what's Google doing? They're making a fundamental error here. They're doing what most incumbents do when a new category emerges to move the world from an old way, search, to a new and different way, answer. Google is fighting back with product and technology. So they launched a competitive product called Bard. And the press headlines tell you the whole story. Wall Street Journal, quote, Google opens chat GPT rival Bard for testing, end quote. CNBC, Google announces Bard AI in response to chat GPT, end quote. Wired, meet Bard, Google's answer to chat GPT, end quote. The Verge, Google announces chat GPT rival Bard. Now, I just read you those headlines. What product name is in your head? course, chat GPT. And so what's going on here is Google is losing the battle for defining the new category. And rather than even engaging in that battle, they're accepting chat GPT's position and they're chasing them. And that's why all the headlines are about chat GPT first and Google second. Google is fighting in a new category with new technology, not their own new technology and new category. Instead, they are launching a copycat product. Now, that means they're more than likely going to lose this battle. And um, there's a lot of rounds to be played in this, to be fought in this fight, but it looks like they've lost round one and they're about to lose round two. It also appears that Google doesn't know what made Google Google and Google doesn't know how categories work and they haven't learned specifically from prior copycat product mistakes in the past. Let's take a look at how this has worked. Google did a, almost exactly the, the, the same thing they're doing now when Facebook emerged. They launched this thing called, remember this, Google Plus. And that was a social network that was going to overthrow Facebook. And we all know how the movie ended. It was not different. It was not a new category of social app. It was a better Facebook. And actually, I thought it was better. I did. But um, um, the problem was there was nobody there. And it's hard to tell. I've done a bunch of Googling around to figure it out. But it appears if external reports are right, that Google lost at least $600 million on Google Plus and maybe over a billion. Again, hard, hard to know for sure, but it was an intergalactic failure. So in this situation, in a very few months, uh, OpenAI chat GPT has gotten to over 100 million users. It's the fastest growing app to 100 million users ever. And OpenAI and Microsoft have convinced the world that they are the leader in a new category of consumer AI, specifically answer versus search. By the way, they're not calling it answer. If they were really smart at category design, they would. But that's a whole other conversation. Microsoft isn't that great at category design either. Now, here's the thing. With Google doing everything they're doing, all they are achieving is validating in the minds of the world that OpenAI Microsoft is the new category king. They are taking a product point of view. 
They are telling the media they are chasing them. And this is starting to sound like a ghost of Christmas past. Is Bard Google Plus 2.0? It sure looks that way because they're making a fundamental error, which is they are responding to a new category of product and technology with a copycat product and technology as opposed to their own definition of what a new category of AI consumer technology should be. Now, as this thing plays out, I encourage you to watch the press, to listen to podcasts, and take the category lens and apply it to what you're hearing. And if you read, I'll pick on the Wall Street Journal. If you listen to some of the top business and tech podcasts, you're going to hear a lot of things about the quote-unquote search wars and AI wars. You're going to hear about product features and disruptions. Um, You're going to hear about market share. You're going to hear about these things. The reality is uh, Microsoft and OpenAI are designing a new category. And the new category is the threat to Google, not just the new technology. You see, the cloud was a new category. And cloud vendors won with a different product, not a better version of on-premise apps. As a matter of fact, most of the cloud app vendors who replaced on-premise apps had less functionality than the on-premise apps because they were less mature products. It was the fact that they were different. That is to say, they were on the new technology platform. Smartphones are not better uh, music players than record players or MP3 players. They're different. And most of us today listen to music on our smartphone, not an MP3 player and certainly not a record player. So I would encourage you to start playing with the category design lens to see the way in which uh, companies name frame and claim new problems and new categories change thinking and that shift in thinking specifically that shift in thinking about what's valuable and what's not and what's most valuable and what's less valuable is impacting what's really going on here because if history is a teacher we have a giant new category that could become the highest uh, part of the value stack in the digital world. And rather than trying to compete with their own new category, Google is going to fail by fighting with product, just like they did against Facebook with Google+. All right. Now, we would like to thank, thank you, of course. Thank you so much for investing part of your time and attention with us. And uh, by the way, if you care about having a legendary career building legendary companies and categories, I would strongly encourage you to check out episode 304 of Fall Your Different with the legendary Joe Sexton. Joe and I have known each other for 20 plus years. He's a software executive who's helped create over $40 billion in value. And he's one of the greatest leaders and sales executives I've ever worked with. We talk about how sales leader can run a company. We talk about um, how sales and marketing can work together and a whole bunch more. Check out Fall Your Different episode 304 with Joe Sexton. My friends at Atranet have been building legendary B2B websites in Silicon Valley for over 20 years. Check them out, A-T-R-E dot N-E-T. Don't forget, your website is often the first thing people experience about you. My friends at Claria, the world's number one revenue platform. And uh, today, what matters more than revenue? Every drop of revenue matters. So go check out C-L-A-R-I dot com and learn how to run revenue today. All right, I need to remind you that today's information is provided just solely for informational purposes, not this podcast. is the sole property of the Lockhead Oddcast Network. 
Please don't forget to consult with your doctor, lawyer, shaman, mystic, yoga instructor, and of course, category designer before acting on anything you heard today. Warning, the creators of this oddcast were likely consuming copious libations. Everything we value, we've been taught to value. Uh, Teach legendary marketing. And listen, can we talk here for a second? For the love of God, please. Pretty, pretty please. With whiskey on top. Get out of the left-hand lane. Prius drivers, Tesla drivers, I'm talking to you. Get out of the left-hand lane. Some of us are going somewhere. Study the legend George Lois. Uh, we are produced and edited by the greatest of all time, Jason DeFilippo. Check out his podcast, Grumpy Old Geeks. Jamie J and Sarah Knox do legendary technical execution, and they built Lockhead.com. Show notes by GM Simon and the Bobus Brothers, RJ and EX, do our web development. And Cedric Biros does our graphic and web design. Our law firm is Weed and Jack, and our accounts are three balance sheets to the wind. And oh, your uh, spouse just texted, texted, it's okay. Go to CategoryPirates.com today and subscribe. The thought I'll leave you with comes from me fish don't know they are swimming in water (laughs) all right my friends stay legendary and until we're together again follow your different